What is real time? What is time? That we're gonna do you wanna get philosophical on this episode? Yeah, explain time and then tell us about real time. <laughs> uh, you know, real time is any any film that takes place in a set set time that's completely linear, uh, no gaps, no cuts, no breaks, just as it happens. So I know we were just trying to be very strict this month, make sure there were no no not even the slightest time jump, not even not even a single minute accounted for yeah your character can't get knocked out at all yeah we there's an entire full-length boxing match in this film that we're going to talk about because they weren't even going to skip over a single second of that there there's no <laughs> rounds missing i actually was wondering i couldn't remember when we were as i started this uh the the movie we're talking about is the setup by robert wise which is a boxing film and midway through i was like man did they skip over some of those rounds in the boxing match? I can't remember. And I was thinking, I was worried that there's going to be a time jump that I wasn't accounting for. No, you're pretty good because the the boxing was already started, and we ended up getting through like all the other matches. We don't really get to see the other matches, but you get to hear about them. Yeah, we get uh, the results. So it deals with it by like breaking off and showing what the other characters are doing in the exact moments of the stuff that's going on all at the same time. So you're not like completely focused on just watching one thing all at the same time, which would be really boring. Unless you're there, I guess, if you're watching a boxing match, which if you ask me, going and watching sporting events is fucking boring as shit, so. You're not, you're not bloodthirsty like that one lady. Little boy. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, little boy. Some, some, this film is full of great names. Uh, Fun fact that Jacob just took his kid to his first baseball game, and I was talking about my first baseball game when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, my God, I always want to go to a baseball game. My mom took me to the baseball game, and she sat me down. And I think I, like, was there for five minutes. And I was like, this is it? And my mom's like, yep, this is it. And I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. And my mom's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> that was like my my experience with sporting Your family's totally different. My family would say, we fucking paid for these tickets. We're sitting here. Yeah, we're staying here. And my mom hates sports. Time. So she was just like, I, well, I think she got the tickets like for free or I don't know. She's but like, she just, I'm going to make like, sure, I'm going to make sure Lexi hates sports too. We're going to be as far away as we can be and in direct sunlight. Let's go. (laughs) Right. I was a figure skater when I was a kid, so, like, I really, really did not like sports. Oh, yeah. Canada, eh? You were big hockey fans. No. Baseball's an American sport. I was there when the Blue Jays won the World Series the two times in a row. So, I mean, I grew up when baseball was a thing. But I moved to Florida, and then football became, like, the big thing all of a sudden. I, it was weird, not, not to get off subject, but I remember, like, that was a weird decline to watch, like, baseball stop being America's pastime, and then, like, football take over. Because, like, baseball used to be the thing. Continue. Yeah. But, yeah, the the ultimate sport, the the real the real man's man sport of boxing uh, is what this film's dealing with. 
Uh, but yeah, there, there are a lot of... I do love everyone's name in this movie. We've got, we got Stoker Thompson, who's, who's a young 35. A good name, man. What a great name. Stoker Thompson. Which reminds it's me, I still have to watch Stoker. Badass names back in the man. day. Like, all the, all the fighters and people's names in this movie are, like, badass names. we got Gunboat. Yeah. Even, even Little Boy, I was like... Yeah, Little Boy is the best. I wouldn't fuck with him either. I'm like, the guy calls himself they, Little Boy. They should have like, kept that guy in the shadows more and just had everyone keep referring to him by that name because it's, it's such an odd... It's the first time you hear it when the there's a guy making a payoff and he's like, oh, don't forget, this is for Little Boy. And I'm like... Like, it's like, who is this guy they're talking about? Like, we should have not seen him until the very end. Robert Wise, you fucked up. He would have been better never seeing him. Like, he was always just always be Little boy always looks like he's one step away from, like, flipping the fuck out and beating the shit out of you, though. So, I mean, he does have that about him. I don't know if he's that. he's, He's really not the most intimidating person when you're going up against a boxer. I don't know. I thought he looked like he was always sweating, and he always looked like he was. Everybody's like about always to sweating in this movie. Out. Well, you but know, I'm true. sure this highly influenced. I'm sure this highly influenced Pulp Fiction, but I felt like Marcellus Wallace could beat the shit out of Butch. I don't feel like Little Boy could beat the shit out of Stoker Thompson. <laughs> That's why he had to get all his guys. That's why he's got a yeah. gang. <laughs> At least one of his gang members was the guy that he fought, beat up, yeah, which really didn't make a lot of sense because I'm like, this guy should be in a concussion. He shouldn't be <laughs> in an alleyway trying to beat someone up. I'm sure he did have a concussion, but again, uh, this, this was different medical practices. They were just like, can you? H- how many fingers am I holding up? Eleven. He's good. Send him out. <laughs> they didn't care about stuff back then. But yeah, this this entire film is is just one night in in the life of this boxer, uh, who's very very down on his luck and thinks that this is this is the one night if he can if he can just knock this one guy out then that'll be it and he'll be set for life and then he can start he can start doing some real stuff with his life and he'll he'll get he'll get all the money and he he has very typical 1949 dreams like buying a cigar stand. Which is a great business model. I'm sure that would never, uh, never go out of business. Or training another boxer. Those are like his two ideas. He's like, I can, I can either buy a cigar stand or uh, train another fighter and become his manager. Two wildly different ideas he has, but those are the only ones he's got. But the African American boxer was really interesting to watch too. They're they're all interesting. All the all the boxers in this film, they're all just different versions of him. They're different points in his own life. There's the guy that's there's yeah. the guy that's like the fir- with his first fight and he's nervous and throws up in the bathroom and doesn't think he can do it. Then you got the uh, the one boxer who's very cynical and uh, you know, talks about how. He says like religion's like a big con, and he's like he's like you know, but but hey, what if they happen to be right? So he carries around his little Bible f- with him. He's just like I don't know, you know, just on the off chance they do happen to be right, and and that way I can get in. He also has a bet with himself that the statistically the afterlife has to be real. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then you have the you have uh, gunboat who's 
maybe like the next stage in his life of the guy who's just his face is all jacked up from being beat up way too many times and uh very clearly probably has like some sort of dementia already going on from being punched in the head too many times tells like the same story over and over again like doesn't seem to notice that he keeps telling it even though everyone keeps yelling at him to stop stop telling the same story over and over again very much reminds me of uh Mickey Rourke's character in Sin City, like he looks like he has the same face. One hundred percent, yeah. Like, like I, I, I'm pretty sure they probably talking about dames. Probably use some prosthetics to to make his face look like that, or maybe that guy just does look like that. I don't know. That that conversation about mice that took me like two seconds to figure out they were talking about chicks. <laughs> I was like, I'm like mice, and I'm like they gotta be talking about women, using, and then someone else slang. says something, and I'm like, yeah, it's women. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. And then, yeah, the uh, the African-American boxers, like, feels like that was probably Stoker, like, five years before this or something. He's he's just on the, he's just on the rise, like, just getting ready to, to be a big name in boxing. And sounds like, sounds like from his, his career trajectory, Stoker probably just didn't win that one fight that he was supposed to win years ago. And it's just caused him to go, and now he just pretty much loses all the time, and just gets beat up and goes back and forth to these small towns and just does the same thing every night. Every Saturday night, goes out, gets beat up, goes back home. Correction, Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday. The hot night for boxing on a, on a weekday. I do like the announcer that brings up wrestling Fridays and everyone <laughs> boos. <Ooh>, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, back when wrestling was just like a carnival sideshow thing that no one really took seriously at all. You're just like, oh, stupid we wrestling. We like boxing gonna be Wednesdays, our, not wrestling Fridays. Because that's so match. different now. <laughs> Wrestling's huge. It sells it's out not, arenas. I mean, it this does. Compar- it's this, still a carnival sideshow thing. Yeah, but it's a huge carnival sideshow. It's more popular than boxing is. That's the ultimate joke. It's <laughs> a lot more people is watch. It? Yeah, boxing's still good for boxing's still good for betting and stuff like that, but could you even you could you even name today's standards? Could you even is? name like more than two boxers? No. Floyd Mayweather. Okay. Yeah, there's one. Oh God, what's that one? Uh, 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 uh Pacquiao or whatever. He doesn't even box anymore. He retired. Isn't Pacquiao? Did he retire? I think. Well, I think he still. I think he does still box in the Philippines. Uh, that's we can his old home country. We can name old ones. So like Mike Tyson. Yeah. And Mike Tyson. No old ones, but <laughs> the wrestlers like Rocky Balboa. Even even people that don't necessarily know wrestling know who you know guys like Triple H are and and Creed. those guys out there. <laughs> yeah. Mr. T. Also, I think I think it's I, I think it's just one of those sports that's gone downhill because no one no one actively wants to again like Justin was saying earlier about people getting concussions. The more and more we learn about, yeah, I don't know, you might not want to get in a ring and get punched in the head for uh, uh, half an hour straight. It, it I mean, modern do very good people though. are doing those slap contests, you know? Yeah, yeah, they chalk up their hands out. and yeah, like, they're those literally are, giving people concussions. Those are yeah, those are insane to watch. That's just like that's just like you know what. We feel like uh, boxing and MMA is taking too long to get to the concussions. We want to just go, you just stand as perfectly still as you can, and this guy is just going to whack you as hard I as he can that stuff. with his with I his open the, hand the slap stuff. and try to knock you out so cold. Good. Dude, I watched that guy get fucking slapped, just drop to the floor. I'm like, I fucking love this yeah. shit. We need to get Maybe to that's the... what we need to make into a movie, huh? 
Yeah. I would watch that. You know what? It'd be like over the top, but more insane. It's like, it's like, okay, but over the top, it's still like over the top. The The whole movie has to be about this person that is like getting all pumped up for this slap fight and they get taken out on the first slap. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it could be a real time movie, Chuck. Yeah. But that would actually like be kind of great. Like, I got this shit, and they get make, slapped. Make the, uh, you could do like, make the wrestler of you know slap what? movies. Let's have old guy who can't. Do let's have um, um, the one that I hate, Zack Snyder. Let's have him direct it and use his like style. So when you get slapped, it goes into like Zack Snyder style, where it all like slows down. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is our I, idea. We're doing it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'll stay out of this. Uh, I actually used to be a boxer. That you don't believe me, do you? <laughs> yeah, how many concussions did you get? Yeah. No, I didn't. They never let me fight in the ring. They only let me like do the what the hell footwork. I was too fat and I couldn't get uh, my weight down to fight. So you were heavy so. heavyweight champion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never stopped Butterbean. All right. My instructor was really like annoyed with me because I just could not get my weight down, but. I got my footwork, so I was always doing footwork, and I just said, started doing like. You can be the punching bag. <laughs> right. There's a place for everybody, but, and you are the punching bag. Yeah, I did it for like a couple of years though. So I did it in high school. Well, that's pretty I mean, bad to be doing it for years and never do it. He was an asshole. That's why I quit doing it. Was because I was like, they never let me like do anything, and I was like, I don't care if I fight. I just wanted to know like more. How, what was your last fight like? I never fought anyone. Were you reminiscing about how old you are? No. <laughs> I was like 16. Now, this movie is violent. Extremely violent. Especially for the time period. Chuck, do you know the guy that was blind? If he, what the hell they did with his eyes, or was he like a really blind, like a real blind I person? I assume he had contacts in or something that like. Those were glass scoliosis. Yeah, they were full eye contacts. I, yeah. They looked awful to wear. I, I they didn't look like blind crazy. eyes. They looked like he had crud on on his eyelids. I'm like, what the hell's going on with this guy's eyes? Basically, especially when we saw him in the beginning of, we saw him in the beginning of the movie, and I don't think his eyes looked like that. Then when he's watching the. The, the boxing matches it took me for a, it took me like a second to be like oh that's that same guy <laughs> yeah I was like what sort of actions happened to this poor blind man that his eyes turned out that way too now I don't know anything about boxing except all the boxing movies that I've watched a lot of this seemed like not the most believable boxing I've seen yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like Rocky level or, or Creed or Raging Bull level boxing. Yeah, some of the acting, I don't like. I don't know what was going on because it was like it's fine until you see the actual like the one fight that we see all the way through, and some some of the footage was real footage. Like they were splicing in real boxing footage because you could tell the the footage quality grain would shift when they would use some footage that was real boxing footage. But what the actual fights that were um, between him and the main character, those were real. Like, that was them actually throwing down. But, like, up to that point, the footage of individual fights were 
spliced in footage of like real fights. That's what I'm talking about. The final real fight that he's actually yeah. taking place in. Some of the stuff just didn't seem like the most believable. Like even the guy, Tiger Nelson or whatever, when he gets knocked out. So he's so cartoony. He's even really cartoony when he comes out when they announce him the first time and he's like doing his like cheering crap to the crowd, you know, working up the crowd. I'm like, what? He seems like a loony dude. He doesn't seem like he's he's not taking this very seriously. I also like all the smoke, like these people fighting, and it's just yeah. the cloud of people everything, puffing cigars. Yeah. Everything's covered so, in you smoke. Know, his, his cigar business probably would have taken yeah, off. Yeah, that's what that's what I said. But, you know, back in the day, that yeah, was right. that was probably a very profitable uh, business model. I mean, if he opened it in Vegas, it'd still be around. I do, uh, and I always love the the people in the crowd. He he does have fun, like going back and forth and showing all those people. Uh, I don't the 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 fat guy that's constantly eating something different makes me laugh every time because he's just always got oh he's got like a fudge bar. Then it cuts back to him and he's eating popcorn. Then it comes back to him and he's got a hot dog. Like he's he's constantly got something different that he's eating every time it cuts back to him. And the punchline is he's just a fat guy. Yeah, that's literally just like the, there's not even really a. Like he doesn't, he doesn't do anything. Like his chair doesn't break from him being so fat. It's just that guy's fat. He he likes food. His introduction when, should have just been the hot dog scene. When did being fat, just being fat, become funny? Like when was that like just the nutty like professor? <laughs> Clearly not. I still th- I still think of uh, that. That's making me think of uh, they they talk about that episode of The Simpsons when Homer. Uh, works from home and he wears the muumuu in there and it's he was like 250 oh pounds and they were like morbidly I'm, obese and it was like 250 pounds like whoa it's yeah. not even i saw that episode and i was like i'm like i'm like almost as fat as homer was in the episode you better get the muumuu like, you better get the muumuu <laughs> and start get working the little water bird yeah yeah to do your job for it yeah i i always loved that that was back in the 90s that was considered like holy crap 250 pounds whoa there there was like an episode of The Simpsons where Homer stood on the scale and it was like he looked at himself and he was like 280 pounds or whatever and they're like morbidly obese and the whole episode was about how Homer was morbidly obese because he was 280 pounds and I was like I wish I was 280 pounds <laughs> <laughs> I have we I had we fit I knew I was morbidly obese because it told me every time like I stood every on time, it and it was like what are you even trying <laughs> you step back it's on like, and it's like, it's like more than last time what did you do <laughs> Uh, you might feel good about yourself, but let me tell you how morbidly obese you are right now. <laughs> I don't think that this movie is perfect with its representation of time. A lot of it falling on the same clock, like in the hotel room or or whatever. Yeah. But I do appreciate the ambition. Like it is an it is an ambitious this, take. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I couldn't really find any information that listed whether there had truly been any any movies that tried to do real time this is before high noon which i would say like high noon is a little bit better of a version of a real time yeah this story the story's is, a little is, bit more the story's going for more in that film than it's going for in this but this is like the, one of the earliest ones i can fi- find 1950 and this is 1949 yeah. so so probably wasn't even probably wasn't even influenced by this movie they just probably just having to be at the same time making movies that were that were in real time and the way they take place but uh because that one's got a little bit less of a 
Like, even even though High Noon is real time, it's taking place in the Old West, so it's not like everyone's just got... There's not just giant clocks to show you the time all the time. You just have to rely on people, you know, showing sun. through their actions. And, yeah, the, <laughs> the passage <laughs> of the sun, to, to the sun to tell you that it's in real Could've time. Could have gone with Unfriended. I feel like High <laughs> Noon, actually, like, you see the time in, the, like, beginning and endish of the movie so yeah i think so they don't keep referring to clocks yeah if you went unfriended the clock is in the corner the it's whole true time. that it, that would have been a real-time movie i didn't even think about that that that, that would technically count as a real-time film i mean i sometimes swap mine out right yeah yeah <laughs> and it's a good movie it's a it yeah the the whole concept of real times a like it's difficult to make it I mean, again, that's why most movies have cuts because not every single second of every single day or any interaction is going to be interesting, and that's why this film tries to at least you know kind of go back and forth and sometimes show us other things. But even even sometimes the other stuff it shows us, like it follows around his wife, and like we get some moments, like most Literally, most of her most of her moments is, is yeah, just, just, just wandering around. around and every once in a while, she'll hear something about boxing and or see something like she she's at the arcade and those kids are playing that boxing game, and then she's just thinking about how her husband's probably getting killed or something like that. And so there's a, yeah, it's it's again Looney Tune shit. Like the whole everything that she runs into has something to do with boxing, and she's like, oh no, yeah. But she's also like watching couples like be romantic yeah. and like spend time together, and how she's not getting that from the person that she loves because he's, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna box. It, yeah, I swear it's gonna make things better for us. Which is yeah, which I that's that is like the most common, uh, the 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 trope of boxing movies is is just right. one more time. If I just had one more fight, uh, I'd definitely. I mean that's that's basically still even the plot of Rocky. He's not necessarily at that level, Rocky, but yeah. he's he's kind of just like if I just had one more chance, I could be the champion. Like if you just give me, if they just put me in one big fight, I could do it. I also love 1940s. You saw what happened to Apollo? <laughs> 1940s money is hilarious too. Where he's like, if I, if I win, I, we can get like five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. That's enough for everything. And then that scene where his his uh, woman buys all the. Uh, buys the soup and all that stuff soup hamburgers like, beers and it's like a dollar 33 and she's like jesus christ why don't you charge me more the, the, it's less than that the, the, it was like a dollar 13 but then they're and like uncle sam cents, wants yeah. his three, three cents, cents and she's tax. like god damn it yeah yeah all, all that for two cans of soup two beers right <laughs> uh, the, yeah i tried to think of the same thing i was like i was like if, yeah if i went to the store got got two beers two cans of soup some hamburgers be like okay that'd be twenty dollars so I can't she get a fucking taco at Taco Bell anymore for like two, less than two dollars and fifty cents. So his wife or is it girlfriend moseys around, worrying about him and the future that she has. But there's a point where she walks down to the like this overpass over top of a of a railroad track. It looks like she's gonna kill and herself. And I thought she was gonna kill herself. I'm also surprised to see graffiti like graffiti in 1949. Like, I mean, well, I'm not saying it wasn't very, it wasn't very good graffiti, but it was definite. There was definitely like writing all over the cement, and all like they've been around. Those punks have been around forever. That's, a, that's an original. But band. yeah, see, he's been around since 1949. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Grandpa Banksy. <laughs> but yeah, she looks like she's about to jump. The oldest tag artist to ever live, Banksy. Because she could have tore up that ticket. She could have tore up her ticket anywhere uh, yeah. for the boxing match. But she hovered over top of trains that were going by, going by, going by. So I was like, she's going to do it. Does it does one hundred percent feel good like cinematography that, that's in implied this. That, that that would happen? It's implied that she leaves him because they have statistics when they're in the locker room that no no dame will st- stay with their man after he's no longer a boxer. Yeah, once he's a loser. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? No mouse will stay with their, <laughs> their man. It might I've never heard yeah. that one before. Mouse. I, that one was totally new to me. That's like something my grandfather would say. And I'm like, you're smoking shit. Like, what are you talking about? There's no way that was a phrase. I'm like, I'm like, I know a lot, pretty much every phrase that I've heard for women. I'm like, I've never heard that one. They're usually, huh. they're usually cats. They're not usually mice. Right. All right. You got to bring it back now. Now, next time, if you refer to a woman, you got to be like, hey, check out the mice over there. I, I I will. <laughs> I will. Well, you know what? Our buddy Chris, he was like the mid person because he was like that that squirrel, squirrel over yeah. there. That must have been yeah. That, <laughs> like was, that was his. Okay, grandpa. That was his. Uh, yeah, his time periods version of it, I guess. Well, Chuck, you succeeded. The movie starts at nine oh five p.m. and it ends at ten sixteen p.m. Yeah. They keep it tight. You have one of the best run times of all time. That's, yeah, that's that, oh that's another. God, yeah. That was another reason of uh, you know, going with some real time. They're they're typically not long movies, because again, if you once you get to a certain point, it's like okay, you're just padding this movie out for length. We don't need it to, we do not need it to be this long. Or they're like, it's a it's real time, so we need to show ten minutes of this person walking to their next location. Uh, th- yeah, I will say though that the boxing match does go on. Like when they get to the main fight, I was like, "All right, let's, let's wrap this Spoiler, up." Spoiler: It only goes on for four rounds. Not that long. I something about it felt like it just—it was dragging. I don't know why. Because I was like, I was really interested in everything until it got in the ring, and then I found like it started. I think it's just because neither one of them is the like it's—it's it's not like Justin was kind of saying earlier. It's not the most exciting filmed boxing match right. it's filmed well they're they're, they're kind of really limited. have to play it. it's the main event too so you're like waiting for this like the whole movie's neither one of them's like really like match, knocking so each like... other out they're just kind of you know they're hitting each other and like so, the, you know sometimes, a lot of body yeah, blows sometimes and, the one guy will kind of yeah. go down but that's why he does rely a lot on those uh he, he fills that so much with those crowd reactions because it's like i don't have anything in the ring uh cut to this guy cut to the fat guy eating popcorn again so the but mo- you know what? It was auth- not to cut you off, but it was authentic to boxing matches of the era. Like they weren't really like super off. Like you know what I mean? They aren't, weren't like they are nowadays, where like there's a lot of blood. And, like guys weren't all jacked like Mike Tyson. Like <laughs> no, like but actually the there probably was a, like, there probably was a lot of blood, but. 1940s movies aren't going to show the blood. Yeah. That that's fair. I mean, it just like they just had a different quality about them. I mean, I've seen old footage of like old boxing matches. Like I, I like boxing. Boxing actually is interesting to me and 
I was like, I don't know, those old fights, like, they do, they, like, sit, they have their arms out real low, and they hit low. Mm. They don't, like, not a lot of, like, high head shots and stuff like that. That so. shot of Gunboat, when they're like, you have to get ready, and he stands up, and he just starts doing his short boxing, yeah. and the, the doctor comes up and is like, hold on, let's check your vitals. It's such a funny scene. <laughs> yep, let's get ready. Just a few fake punches, yep. and then we're ready to go. Yep, he's, he's all set. For the movie being called The, the Setup, though... We don't even really get the setup until well, at least the main character doesn't even know that there is a setup until the third round of the boxing match. The whole movie starts with yeah. the setup. It's the first thing you see. Well, y- yes, but for the main character... You're wrong. Well, that's because he's here. the one being set up, kind of. Yeah. He, he, well, he is kind of being set up. If the movie wasn't called The Setup, I would forget that there was a fucking setup by the time... <laughs> that it got to his boxing. But I do like You're how... Wrong. I do... What am I wrong about? The whole movie is called The Setup because it starts with The Setup. This... It starts with them walking into a bar and setting everything up. And then the whole movie is you watching this I'm talking about the perspective of the fucked. main character. Yeah, they, they, they set up the movie with the setup first thing. Yes, they do. But they don't fucking tell the guy that he's a part of the setup until the end of the, you know, or the end of the second match. Well, that's the tragedy. That you, get you got to these people that are like looking at fucked. each other, like, "Why is this not going down the way that we wanted it to?" And it's like, I don't know. Maybe talk to the fucking boxer that's supposed to be taking a fall. Also, it doesn't make a lot of sense that you're gonna make the old guy take the fall because I feel like betting wise everyone's gonna bet for the younger guy anyway so what the fuck they is, are what the setup yeah but it the was setup should have been the other way around the, the setup. young guy take the fall because the, the odds are way lower on the old guy they're gonna have like a you know way higher payout on the old guy if he wins dude that's like good betting right there like if you want to get like good profits you want the old guy to win because like everybody at that fight was putting their money. Yeah, on that's the young exactly. Guy. Obviously, the young guy is going to win, so everybody's betting on the young guy. That's exactly so what I was saying. The old guy wins, yeah. so the old guy throws the mat. The young guy throws the match. The old guy wins. Boom! That fucking like mobster guy is going to walk out of there with all the fucking money. He lost a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, he fucking. <laughs> That girl, that girl lost him hundred dollars. I mean, she shot her mouth off. Based on the price of everything else in the movie, a hundred dollars is equivalent to like a million dollars. Yeah, I yeah. Think. <laughs> that guy didn't even <laughs> want to take then, that bet. He's like, he's like, oh, a hundred dollars. That's uh, that's a little bit steep. <laughs> oh, when they first used the name Little Boy, I thought that it was like his his woman being like sexy or something and then everyone started calling him little boy and i'm like oh that's his gangster name i thought she was insulting him yeah she was like making fun of him that's like all right little boy (laughs) it's like yeah put him in his place it's like no that's what he prefers to be called i guess (laughs) yeah and somebody else called him that and i was like oh is everybody making fun of this guy it's like is this guy like you know a pussy or something and that was like Although, oh, no, yeah they, it's, it's, still, it's still one of those like i i still expect like if it was going to be someone called little boy that it should be a guy that's like six foot five or something like that like it's like right it, it has to be somewhere where it's like it's got to be a joke somehow of like you know right. how did oh they everyone it's got to be the boy, guy from a uh, little from a uh, little caesar you know it's got to be yeah what's that guy's name uh, that short you're talking edward g robinson like yeah, Edward B. Robinson is like the like stereotypical four foot tall 
gangster yeah. that's probably running everything. Or, or like the muscle named Tiny. Yeah, like that that's that's what you expect like, from something like that. Although little boy, even though we don't have a lot of the backstory, the fact that he's young, I I could believe that he's. It's like nepotism that he's yeah got so much like, power. Like some old guy that was like his uncle or something. Always, you know, everyone always referred to him as little boy because he was like followed his his uncle or like a father around or something like that. And it was always like he's just that little boy. What's the movie where like they have like a big like huge security guard guy and his name is Francis or something like that? That's every like the whole movie. That's every movie. Let's say yeah, they're they're because that that does always feel like something where someone would be called yeah, it's like a huge guy would be called tiny or something like that. Like it's in so many movies. Yeah, and then the fight with tiny, tiny stands up and they're forty feet tall and they're like, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And what was that sign when they're boxing about being over thirty five? I mean, I know people are standing in front of the whole sign, like the entire sign, but. That's him like, damn, I'm getting old. Yeah. Yeah, at 35. He looks like a, a he looks like he's closer to like 60. You know, I was watching Moneyball the other day and it was the exact same thing where they're like letting people go. They're like, "Sorry, you're at the end of your career at age at 30, 37." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a fucking good movie, man. Moneyball. That's like all sports. It's like, yeah, you you have this prime that's yeah. pretty much over by the time you start your. There's you like know, there's the only ma- very your main specific, profession. specific like positions that people can play in to a very advanced age. Like there's, there's been like kickers and punters in football that have played till they're forty because, you don't get hit pretty much ever. You just kick a ball. So as long as your legs stay strong, you can keep going. Or pitchers <laughs> pitchers pitch <laughs> for a long time because they don't do anything other than it, other than throw. So as long as their arm holds up or something like that, they don't have to do anything else. But Remember the Golden Knights when they made them in Vegas, the hockey team? Yeah. And like, they, they fucking killed it. That That's money ball shit. That's because they, they, they took our goalie. Team. Well, yeah, they did. Like with like when that team got built, that's Moneyball shit. Same fucking. That's thing. how everybody. Dude, that's how that's that how all sports thing. is. That's that's Dude, why Moneyball is like a very that... prophetic type film is because that's everybody's thing. Is like, yeah, but this guy, we could pay him ten million dollars less than this guy, and he's only like one point difference. Why nobody ever did that before? When I watched that movie, I was like, that's so fucking smart. I was like, God, that's. It's because it's exactly smart. like it's a chosen really there. All the, all the old guys the... were like, were like, but he, I don't like his attitude. He uh, he said he said <laughs> right. a bad word one time and I, I think that's just gonna lead to trouble like so we should sign this other guy that never said bad stuff <laughs> you also really can't like have a the, the money ball movie like you can't have a movie like that that follows the sports team that's like you want to watch a movie about an incredibly average sports team it's called draft day <laughs> yes yeah, the one that's about exactly. the cleveland browns on draft day like the stupidest oh thing of all time uh, yeah who, i don't know who lined up for God, I want to watch, watch, watch a movie about, about the the Cleveland Browns, Browns and who they're drafting in the in this imaginary draft. You want know, to talk about the saddest thing ever? Living in Ohio and watching those fucking people celebrate that team. <laughs> like, we're never gonna stop <laughs> celebrating them. It's like why? We all, we all understand. Like your team sucks. Like we get it. Like I don't even <laughs> like professional sports, and I understand how bad your fucking team is. Like, <laughs> or they finally have like a was it a really good quarterback? But he's 
has like so many sexual abuse they've allegations. They've had a ton of yeah. Them. Every oh, quarterback yeah. they've drafted has some sort of problem. Either they're a gambling addict or <laughs> yeah, they got or, they got that one that went out to like Vegas. And Johnny like, Manziel, like the yeah, ranch. yeah, that was his thing. <laughs> like instantly, that's like all the. They drafted like a twenty-six-year-old rookie one time who was already like halfway over with his career, and they drafted him. <laughs> it's like the first round. They're just one. They're just such a God. bad team. They just can't figure anything out. They had one season where it was like they were the worst. It was like the worst season they'd had in the history of the entire history of the NFL. <laughs> when I was living there, I was like, "Holy yeah, shit!" They had their winless That's season. Impressive. That was amazing. <laughs> That's impressive to suck that bad. It's almost yeah. It's almost more of a feat to be that bad than to be like. They're like that team went undefeated. I'm like, yeah, but that team, I think that team couldn't win a single game. And then to game. have like, to have the Indians on top of that, like to have hey, they're that the Guardians suck. We can't we can't like, refer to them anymore. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm like to have to have a baseball team that sucks so bad that they made a comedy movie series about how bad <laughs> your baseball team sucks. Like, and then you also have the Cleveland Browns. Like, fucking hell, dude. Like. You're lucky, like, LeBron came in and made your basketball team anything at all. Like, fuck me. And then LeBron's like, you know what? I can't make your team work. I have to go to the Miami Heat for five minutes and, like, just have some successes under my belt so I can feel better about myself. <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, I'm going to be some... I'm going to be the big shit, in case you don't know. I'm I'm in the new Space Jam movie, so you're going to have to bow down to me now. <laughs> right. You're not Michael Jordan. Stop trying to pretend you're Michael Jordan. You don't have the charisma. You're not enjoyable. I didn't grow up watching you and going, my God, I love you. Because, like, I liked Michael Jordan growing up, but I didn't give two shits about fucking They were doing, like, sports. it fell through because Space Jam didn't do very well, but they talked about having, like, a sequel that was going to be Tony Hawk-centric. And that would oh, that would have been amazing! <laughs> that makes more sense I would have than... watched the fuck out of that! <laughs> It just makes way more sense than picking the next big basketball yeah, star thirty years to later. Redo the same movie with the exact same plot. He's not charismatic. Like, it's. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you do a Mike, Michael Jackson music video with Crisscross? No. I don't. I don't care about you. I'm not interested. This like, is. This is. This is going to be. That. That should be one of our themes. Also in the future is uh, film starring sports. <laughs> uh, sports oh actors. Because there is so here for this. There's a lot of. A lot of interesting ones out there. Of, I pick OJ. Oh, oh. Okay. You gotta go. No, you gotta go the 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 black exploitation route. Jim Brown. He was just yeah. all no, over no, no. all over those films. Why can't I think of his name? The one that keeps going to South or South Korea. Dennis Rodman or North Korea. I'm sorry, Dennis Rodman. Dennis yeah, Rodman. When his d double trouble. <laughs> he was in uh, Demolition Man. He was. No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> what am I thinking? I'm thinking of him in something else. You're that thinking was, uh, of Wesley yeah, Snipes. Was Wesley Snipes. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, yeah, wait, no, he just looks like Wesley Snipes. There was a made-for-TV Dennis Rodman movie I watched like 30 years ago. I don't think he's in it though. Rodman was like the first sports celebrity to get like tattoos and piercings and color their hair and like do stuff like that. And then he married Carmen Electra for five minutes. And... Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he on, like, The Apprentice or something? Maybe that's what you're thinking of. 
he, he was, was on the definitely apprentice. in that. And now he's like good buddies with King John. Yeah, just likes to hang out so over it's, there. It's got to be like it's got to be an athlete of some sort, but it can't be an ex or current wrestler. Wrestlers have to be wrestlers cut out. Wrestlers are their own I thing. I mean, if you're doing that, you just cover the WWE like. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover it. We'll do the we'll do the entire Marine series. Talk about Fast oh, and God. Furious movies. Well, even they even took over the Leprechaun movies. Yeah, I think yeah. Hatchet. Hatchet, I think, is WWE, and then there's like the whole the guy that plays that Hatchet. Stone Cold Steve Austin did. Yeah, he's the been in a ton of movies. The Condemned movies. That, I think there's only one. Is there another one? I thought they did like at least. They do weird things too, where they just replace like like the first movie in the series will have a big star, and then the next one will have a slightly less. Like that's how the the Marine movies were. They went from like John Cena was in the first one, and then like the second one I think had The Miz, and then it goes down from there. One of them has Ted DiBiase Jr. or something like that. Like they just kept just kept getting lower and lower tier WWE stars to be in these movies. Yeah, they ever. Have they ever put Mike Tyson in anything other than playing himself, like in cameo roles? Uh, like, I'm sure he's. I feel like he's definitely has to have been in something. I mean, he started in a video game. What more is there? That's true. <laughs> he did. Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, he literally. Yeah, we'll we'll cover Steel one day. We have to we have to Kazam. talk about Steel. <laughs> now, do you think that Robert Wise is like a huge fan of boxing? Uh, I feel like every I feel like that's that is one of those sports that was such that was a big thing in in that time period that I'm sure he probably that not even not even if he was necessarily like the biggest fan in the world but I feel like it's just one of those everybody probably went to a boxing match because it was probably the only form of entertainment in in some of these places so I'm, I'm sure he was to an extent especially at night because it was a night entertainment. Yeah, there's nothing else to, to do. do it's like, it's like, yeah, it's not like they don't have all the options they do now of, you know, movie theaters running all the time and playing 500 movies to watch at all hours. Like, I'm sure it's, it's one of those, like, again, yeah, it's a Wednesday night. What are we going to do? I don't know. I guess we could just go watch that boxing match. Like, that's something to do. Probably only costs, like, $2 based, to get in. It's based on a the poem. setup. A poem, yep. yeah. It's based on a poem. I like that. That's the only thing I want to adapt now is poems. Yeah. That, I mean, The Dark poetry. Tower was also based on a poem, so... Yeah, you can base it off anything. Yeah, I know the only things they... I Like, I've obviously never read the, the piece that it's based off of, but I know the only... The main differences that they listed were that the, the character in the original poems is uh, a black boxer... And he gets killed at the end instead of just uh, getting his hand uh, broken. So they they uh, they whitewashed, is what you're saying? They did. Oh, okay. Which kind of to be expected for the time period is not it's not the most surprising thing in the world that that although I know and I know they've like uh, people have pointed out that. Like yeah, but he seems like he's like he's like real good friends with like they they put that African American boxer in as like. You know, he's like the next champ. You know, he's his career's on the rise, whereas you know this guy's career sucks. Yeah, he's going, it's not. He's going down the drain. So it's like they portrayed the yeah they portrayed that guy as like as like a, a good guy. The and he like you know he celebrates him. He's like happy for him. No one's 
no one's like yeah there's not like any any racist moments in the film like everyone's not like oh I hate having to share but, this this dressing room with this guy. Like, shouldn't he be in his segregated room? Like, but like, remember in that time period, like, especially if you like follow the story of like the hurricane or any of that kind of stuff. Like, black boxers were that was like one of the few jobs yeah. that you could do, you know. And so, like, it's also one of the few entertainment jobs that a black person could do. So yeah, black people going in a ring and beating the shit out of each other was one of the few, yeah. few things that you could do. You know, it's like, and yeah, it's sometimes you like did a really good job and people applauded for you and like sometimes you know you fucking didn't but like I think the story actually would have made a lot more sense uh, if you had used an African American as the main character because seeing the other African American coming up and being like oh shit he's like doing well and then him getting killed in the end I think that would have been a little bit more impactful in a lot of ways like there's a lot more um, substance to that story and especially with the wife being like, please, because, like, if this guy's like, I have to keep doing this, and he's African-American, there are very few opportunities yeah, for Yeah, it feels like there's more, of a, a more of a reason where it's like, his, his reason's just like, that. he's like, I don't know how to do anything else. And it's like, I'm pretty sure you get a job yeah. anywhere, like, pretty sure you could walk in somewhere and they'd probably hire you to do something. They should just stupid. show him, like, not being able to do things. <laughs> Yeah, make it so like he can't read yeah. or something like that. Like make him illiterate or he something. He probably like can't that. read. It's, it's a possibility. He's probably punch drunk, so there's a lot of that. So, I think like now that I know that factor, that could have changed the movie a lot, and it could have made it interesting. You know what? I was watching this, and I was like, this would be interesting to see remade, like today. Yeah. Just kind of um, give it another shot. It but, would probably um, look too much like Southpaw or whatever. Well, I don't think... I think if you just took it and kept everything exactly the way it is, and, like you said, follow the real-time format and all that, because I was like, this is actually not a bad story. Everything's really good. Everything's there. As like, Did you expect a bad story? You never know. It could have sucked, right? Like, yeah. it could have been... You know what, I really... really good, but sucked, you know? I really appreciate the fact that, like that. The, the boxing match is not really not the climax the climax is afterwards with these gangsters in the alleyway and I kind of like the fact that the whole thing of like you're gonna you're gonna die you're gonna get seriously hurt and he he does get seriously hurt but it's not from the box well it is from the boxing match but not literally from that it's like the original uh, it's like the original version of Kingpin with Woody Harrelson like, yeah. he, he, like one day he'll, he'll keep walking around and being like they did this to me and you're like oh is that a gold ring on your hand no the hand <laughs> itself <laughs> they uh the, I think yeah. I do think this movie at least for for being from the the late 40s 50s too it doesn't have that really other than the very final scene I feel like that's the only part that I I, I would say I don't like about the movie everything else it seems very grounded it doesn't have that necessarily super over the top acting until the very end when it's when he's laying on the ground and he's like they broke my hand I can't fight no more but I won the match and the wife's like the super over dramatic oh then I guess we both got our wish tonight oh and it's like I was like that's like which is kind of fucked up yeah yeah yeah, that she's like flat out saying to him like I'm so happy that they destroyed that they broke your hand and you'll never box again like yeah I'm super thrilled about it but it's like that's that's like the only part of this movie that I didn't 
that I think is like a little bit too uh, too over the top, uh, a little bit too dramatic. But I think that statement that you just made is why I think it can translate to any time period. Like I think it's a kind of almost a timeless story in that yeah. regard. Like it's so grounded in reality that you can just kind of like remake if you like why? you can almost remake it every 20 years if you want not that you have to but like you could it's well, so sim- it's such a simple story why is stoker such a wuss at the end of this movie like when they leave and the gangsters come in and he's like he, he's he punched little boy he, later he punches little boy but like when they first walk into the room and everyone has to vacate so they can threaten him he starts running away like a little wuss like he's so scared and I'm like it's weird because he's 35 man he can't uh how's he running at age 35 (laughs) how's he able to do all that as an old man but he he seems more imposing than they do even when the four of them are walking towards him in the alleyway it's just not Justin you tell us about running at 35 oh (laughs) you can (laughs) you can do it but you have to be a runner I'm 36 man you're, you're you're way past your running. Yeah. I'm past my prime. You're past your prime. You can't do anything anymore. You should go. You should just go open that cigar stand. I'm a uh, 41 this month. I'm on a fucking walker at this point. I'm running past. I'm past my prime as a podcaster. <laughs> my midlife crisis. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, 36 is midlife, so I don't think yeah. I've had a. Cri- I don't think I've had the crisis yet. Here. But, yeah, gotta live but I have been looking at those one wheels. <laughs> I have been like, should I buy one wheel? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> I break my arm. You're like, what happened? You're like, oh, yeah, my You ride a Peloton every day. You don't, trust me, I get your little fucking watch updates. I know you're in better shape than I am. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. I hate those, by the way. I'm like, thank you so much for making me feel bad about myself every day. You're like, Justin just finished a workout. I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself. We Thanks. can do a competition Thanks. if you want. <laughs> yeah, so the comp- So you will always win that because I will never go work out. <laughs> I get real competitive. That's why I try not to do the the competitions anymore. I'll Justin be like, wrote his I'll like, fuck it's like it. I'll be walking all night. Chips. I'll be walking all night long to beat Chuck. <laughs> Chuck's, like, oh, I'm not Chuck's even, like, you don't look I'm well. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't sleep. Him. I just walk. I just get my steps. I'm like, I walked up three flights of stairs to deliver some flowers. There you go. That's my that's my workout. But uh, I do have to say, Chuck, I do think that this movie was highly <coughs> influential. Like, I definitely feel this is the story that you're not seeing in Pulp Fiction. And it definitely, aesthetically, like the cinematography is making me think of Raging Bull. I thought the cinematography is great in this. Like, that was one thing about it. I'm like, it's incredibly well shot. Except, and, like, it goes along with, like, what Chuck was saying, where things are very down-to-earth. The cinematography has a very, like, grounded quality, where it stays low, but not too low. Like, it keeps straight down at, like, your level kind of thing. Even the boxing match. Nothing on the boxing match is shot high, or, like, anything's, like, too panoramic it's all like kind of like from the perspective of a person who'd be watching it from the side of the ring the only thing that Scorsese had right was showing like keeping it with the characters in the ring I thought that that would have been more interesting since we see Raging Bull Raging Bull but in Stoker well within this setup the setup Stoker walks in and he watches the match and I felt like that's when it should have really showed the crowd and then just kind of like cut the crowd out 
through most of the final boxing matches. Raging Bull is such a good movie. It's really one of De Niro's best roles. He's so good in that movie. I mean, that's probably the pinnacle of boxing movies. I was going to say, Raging Bull might be one of the greatest boxing movies ever made. Although, Cinderella Man is pretty fucking good, too. I still have never seen that. I have seen oh, Million, Million Dollar Baby, which didn't go the route that good. I thought the boxing movie was going to go. <laughs> I, I, I love like, oh, boxing this. movies, so <laughs> if, we, if we want to cover boxing films, I can like point you in the right direction. I love boxing movies; like, I'm all about that shit. So, what's your favorite boxing movie? Is it Raging Bull? Then, it's mm, hard. I do like Raging Bull quite a lot. Uh, I actually really like the Rocky movies a lot. Uh, you can't I like the Rocky movies; you have to like one Rocky movie. And they can can be a Creed movie because I'm <laughs> considering Creed three like Rocky eight or whatever. I need to see Creed three. I really need to watch that one. I want to watch that one. Um, God, there was one that I saw that was really brutal that I really liked. It was it wasn't Raging Bull, but it was like in that realm. And it's from like a time period. Cinderella. You gotta watch Cinderella man. Because I think that one's amazing. I've seen the really, jocks, really the jock strap from Cinderella Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of those ones from those like older time periods and stuff. Those are like really interesting. Those are really. Good. I've never watched the Ali movie with Will Smith either. Ali was, was excellent. Ali was great. It's a really good movie. Uh, the the hurricane starts out really good, and then like halfway through it, it gets really fucking boring. I saw it in the theater. It just drags a bit too much, but it's a good movie too. I mean, that's really about him being in jail more than anything. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Southpaw either. Southpaw sucked. Massive disappointment. I was incredibly excited about that movie. I actually was, like, massively hyped for that movie. and like Good director, uh, good cast, and still just kind of like, okay. Yeah, the casting in particular, I was really hyped about that one. And I thought it was going to be really, like, uh, violent. I was really looking forward to it. Like, because they were really presenting it like it was going to be a rough, like, boxing film. And because um, Southpaw style in particular is... A, rough style of the boxing and uh, they just didn't do it right none of it was done right I'd ask so. a question more about real time like favorite comparative real time movies but I feel like maybe we hold off on that until the last one yeah I, I, I have a question about the real time stuff real quick the, remember that movie that I brought up before about the kids who string the xboxes together yes to make a I think that's a real-time movie, isn't it? I haven't seen it, so I can't tell you. Oh. Actually, I don't think so, because it involves time travel, right? Is yeah. there, is it there... involves time travel, but everything's filmed on a camera that's, like, stationary, and everything's jumping around in the film because they're time-traveling, but I think that the camera's in a fixed position and records everything in real time. I think I think the camera turns is... off and on, though, so I do think it does, like, it does, like technically skip some stuff. You know what? Does I it? think... Okay. I think a real-time time travel movie could count if it continuously followed the character, but yeah. I, and I think that would be kind of cool, because then you'd be like, well, they are jumping through this time and that time, so there are time jumps, but the camera never breaks. I think there is a movie like that that exists. I thought that this movie was going to try to do the one-shot thing because of that first shot of everyone outside of the oh, yeah. boxing arena. I also like the aesthetic, too, of probably real, a realistic late 40s town that looks 100% like an Old West town. 
because I think of towns around here that are like 50 years old and it's that you know the new 50s aesthetic is kind of what you're seeing so it's interesting to see these buildings in this fake town paradise paradise city and it definitely just looks like like they don't even have uh paved road jet or anything they do have cars at least take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and and the girls are pretty yeah (laughs) i I do like um when uh stoker's talking to his woman and they're going over like all the towns that he fought at fought at they're like plainsville Union City, <laughs> like yeah, the most like clean generic, places generic, ever. Uh, town names. You yeah. really did good in Blanksville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've actually never seen this one. I don't think I've seen everything by Robert Wise, but he he's pretty well rounded. Uh, he started working on was it Citizen Kane? Yeah. Where he's oh that, the editor. That's this is okay just the editor but then he started doing this rko horror movies and then kind of ends yeah, I think with his, um, i think his first movie musicals. is curse of the cat people i think that was his first movie oh, okay all right and he's involved in a lot of the other ones too but yeah, yeah maybe that I mean, did he direct the second one too that's what i was talking about curse of the cat people that's the second one. Oh, curse oh, sorry yeah. sorry sorry i think that was his first who movie. did the first who did the cat people do you remember uh, I'd have to look it up. I, yeah, I, I think it is someone else. Like, it was like a a bigger name, but I can't think of uh, can't think of who it was off the top of my head. Well, he did he did the Body Snatcher. It's really weird because all those RK, those RKO horror films, Cat People with Jacques Turner. They all keep taking turns doing different roles. Yeah. So it's like one movie they're writing it, the next movie they're directing it, and the next movie they're editing. They just, like, keep cycling and doing different jobs. Yeah. But, yeah, he's probably one of the more well-rounded directors. You know, he's got some good sci-fi movies under his belt, horror movies, and then, like, Chuck's favorite, the you know, West Side Story. Yeah. He's done everything. I mean, it's not he as good as Spielberg. Chuck on for a West Side month instead of you, then, huh? Why? Because it's his favorite movie. It is his favorite movie of all time. And then we had your ass on instead. Yeah, you fucked up. Well, you didn't do your research. I wouldn't be <laughs> telling people that. To, to be fair, you're the host, and I don't know Chuck at the time. So you could have said, well, I should really give you him. It's his favorite movie. Well, that's not my I job to said, fill up your guess. I would have said, <laughs> said, oh, well, I didn't know that your co-host is his favorite movie. I'll take him instead. But you went, no, I'm selfish, and I'm just going to fill that role because I'd rather be on your show because I'd rather take the airtime instead of let my co-host do it because I'm, you know, self-important and make everything about me. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like Robert Wise was a boundary pusher. Everything that he does is, like, trying to challenge himself, it seems. See, here he is again, making it all about him, just ignoring the whole point. I'll make it about you. Go ahead. What are you talking about? I wasn't making anything about me. It's all about you. It's your show. It isn't my show. Then I'm firing you. <laughs> <laughs> Get your ass up at five o'clock in the morning and fire it. Well, I'm here. I, mean, I am here at fire, five in the morning. Fire. Fire. 
You're here for Chuck, man. Oh, yeah. Go on. I'm done. Oh, wait, what, what? What do you want me to, what did you want me to say? What was, Nothing. What I'm was my giving, question? Nothing. I was just giving you hard shit. Like, it just, that's all. A hard shit. That's, that's Chuck. He's like a hard yeah. shit. Um, no, I think he's a pretty diverse director, and I'm interested in everything that he does. I don't think that this movie was a perfect movie, but no. I, at the time, I would have been pretty impressed with it. Uh, and I definitely feel like it was heavily, it heavily influenced a bunch of other future films, for sure. I wasn't, like, thrilled watching this. It's okay. Like, I wasn't mad. It wasn't bad. I I wasn't, like, in the you best headspace. You wasn't sad. <laughs> well, I wasn't, like, like in the best headspace last night anyway, so it wasn't, like, uplifting, and it wasn't, like, pulling me out of it. It was just kind of, like, a movie that I watched, and I was like, okay. And, um... I think our conversation today is really good, so, um, you know, obviously, like, I watched it, so it took it in, but I think at the time when I was watching it and when it was over, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about with this, like, it just kind of was about a guy boxing the ring and then got his hand broken, and that's about it, and I was like, I get exactly what Chuck was going for, I was like, okay, <clears throat> I see all the pieces, like, I see that it's, it's definitely all in real time, it's all there, um, I think it has value. I think it's a good movie. I think it's solid. I think all like the the pieces are there. But like, um, as far as older films are concerned, it's not one of my top ones. Like, I think you guys have been showing me a lot of old films to start working with you, and this is not my favorite old film that you showed me. But um, it's still beautifully shot. It's a new um, film. You haven't seen it before. It's new to me, exactly. So. Chuck, how did you I, find this movie? Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. No, 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 no. No, I just stuttered, and then I just, like, trailed off. So oh. you're, you're all good. Yeah, I got nothing. I want to know how Chuck found this movie. Like, what <laughs> led you to this movie? I saw it on the shelf at the movie store and picked it up and bought it. <laughs> I found the movie at the movie yep. store. That's how I do it. Just go to the Well, I didn't know, store. like, well, what drew it towards you just in general? Like, it looked cool that it was a boxing movie. You were familiar with the director... You knew it was a real-time movie. Yeah, when I saw the director, I wanted to get it, but yeah, nothing in particular. I just look at, I just look at movies on the shelf and pull them off and see what they look like. I had to watch this on the dark web, Whoa. because uh, it's not streaming anywhere. But it is on. It was well. Was it on FW? It will be in the past. Com? No, no, no. T, uh, TCM oh, Turner yeah. Classic Movies is playing it. Well, we're recording Sunday morning. Tomorrow night, Monday night, it's actually airing. And I was like, well, that doesn't do me any good. I watched it on Amazon. Yeah, but did you did you rent it? Or was it for... Well, I, I, I had a free rental credit, oh, okay. so I pay for it. But, yeah. I, and I will tell you, I, I was going to watch it on the Internet Archive, but it had Spanish subtitles. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want to watch Spanish subtitles on it. <laughs> and um, so I decided i will use my free rental credit on it and oh man it was totally worth it because like the an archive version it was blurry as well and the version that they had on amazon was like super sharp and crisp and clear so i was really glad that i actually did that because the picture quality was so good i was considering buying it too but it was like an 18 dollar blu-ray and i'm like mm, let's see the movie first would i buy it yes i would definitely buy it now having seen the movie 
but I would wait till one of those. We'll probably never get them again. Are the Warner Brothers sales are they happening anymore? I don't think so. I don't. I don't even know that they even run their own like shop anymore. No, aren't you the one? Somebody was talking about it the other day, but it made me think of you, Chuck, because I thought then you order something and it was like a burnt disc. You're like they're literally just burning. They're just oh, yeah, literally yeah. making the movies there. I can't think. Of, I can't think of which one. How many of those but, I have? Yeah, there's they they do that like for a bunch of stuff. Three yeah. things. I think two of my Batman animated movies I have ended up being like those, and then I have like two. Yeah, more they're like making them to yeah. order. They're not. They don't just have like a pile of DVDs just sitting around. They make them as you order them, and then they yeah they're. It's I like yeah. It's probably a guy in a yeah. closet named Carl who's like nothing like a who gets an order. Coming yeah, in. He gets an order for. I, yeah, I can't remember which movie it was, but flipping yeah. it over and looking at it, just and you're like, "Oh, good, a burnt yeah. disc." I'm like, I could have done this myself. Taking me back to the like, Borat days at Hollywood Video, yeah. where I'm like, "I think this is burnt." Like, it, it's supposed to look that way. Mm-hmm. Tr- trust us, it's not. <laughs> oh God, I remember that shit. People trying to tell you their fucking discs burnt. I'm like, you don't know what a burnt disc is. You're an idiot. Can you resurface my DVD? <laughs> Yeah, we'd probably fuck them up if we did it, huh, Chuck? Oh, yeah. I, I still don't know how to use that machine. I, I could never figure that out. <laughs> I could do the machine, oh, and <laughs> I could get rid of all the scratches, but couldn't tell you if it was going to work. Yeah. I worked at one of those places one time, and this fucking kid resurfaced the DVD and burned a hole right through it. Yeah, you could do that easily. It's All the time. It's just grinding it down. for, like, two seconds. He just, like, went right through it, and I'm like, good job, kid. I mean, I get, at least the Blu-ray and the 4K discs are a little bit stronger, but yeah, people are. just don't give a shit about the discs. But also, like, the Blu-rays are multi-layered, so, like, if you go through one of the layers, it's completely fucked. Yeah, so now you get a, th- a thumbprint on there, and the th- shit won't play sometimes. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with Blu-rays at all. I will not. I take extra care of those. But, uh... Yeah, not not too hard to find. Just you have to pay to rent it currently. And uh, it was a good movie, good good choice, and it was actually something that I haven't seen before. So I appreciate I'm that. Glad Chuck. That that we we didn't see this movie. Like you and I didn't see this movie, and it sounds like you guys didn't see my movie. So and it doesn't sound like you guys like, saw my, didn't see my movie. Yeah, what's your stuff? Cleo five to or yeah five to seven. Oh yeah, I never heard of that one. So that's cool that we're all going into this with like movies that no one's seen. Is no it seen cool? Each other's picks. Yes. yes is it? it? Is. Yes. Do you want me to talk about what I did this weekend? Yeah. Let's finish it up with that, and then we'll uh, be back next week with uh, my movie. So. This weekend, I was in L.A. <clears throat> As I lose my voice. This weekend, I was in L.A. Uh, I'm shooting my own independent film. It's not really a film. It's like a bunch of... It's a YouTube project. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Anyway, I'm shooting my thing in L.A. with Jacob. Jacob is my like co-host. Or not co-host. Co... He's my partner co- on it. Co-friend? Well, he's really like... I couldn't do this without him. Like he's really like my partner on the project. And then um, Brian, the person whose show Cruise Control I go on sometimes, he's my actor in it. So uh, 
three of us are collaborating on this and I've got a team of people that I'm working with out in LA so I've been started back at the start of this year with them and we've been working progressively throughout the year on this and this was my time to go out there and finally work with my crew so I went out and met my crew and did all that and I spent my whole weekend doing that basically out in LA and while I was out there I marched in the writer's strike so I went down to Netflix with Jacob and I picked up my picket signs and I marched in the um, pickets and it was really great because they had a giant truck set outside the sound stages that they were blasting music at the sound stages so they couldn't record anything or do anything so they were fucking up all of their, their ability to record which was great because so I was like oh they're playing music for them they were like no no they're doing that to like fuck up their ability to record and I was like oh that's great and then um, they're like Lexi this is a strike we're we're trying to disrupt the system right I was, a little, I was like I thought it was like obviously like I just misunderstood that part of it but it was good I liked it and um were you in one of the areas that had the trees cut so you had no shade yeah we had no shade and um they had little tents set up and they had little fans with like water spray things on it they had people who had coolers people were showing up with food um there was a lot of support there were camera crews like for the news all over the place uh individual like um people from like youtube were showing up and like recording the events and all that kind of stuff so there's footage of me somewhere out there protesting and what have you i literally like flew in on the airplane i went and dropped my luggage off at like jacob's house and then we drove over to netflix and i like protested like as soon as i got off the plane um i got the shirt they gave me a shirt for protesting with them so um i went down and showed support for our writers and actors and marched with them in the show so Cinema de More has marched in the writer's strike, one of us, to show our support with the writers and the the actors in the strike that's going on right now. And we support what's going on. And it's really fucked. It's really fucked when you watch it. And when you see how many people are out there and what they're going through and, like, how shitty they're being about all of this stuff. And obviously the news is just getting worse we we talked about the fucking guy from the who has discovery max last night and the fucking fact that he's like this is fine for me i'm turning a big fat profit from all of this ha 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 like it's just like wow like i don't know if you guys are gonna see results in the shorter time frames that you want to and i know the housing crisis is about to come up because like uh california's eviction people are just like itching to start kicking people out of their fucking houses and so that's going to be a big problem that's coming up here soon but um i have photos coming soon about evictions and and i have um some little short like videos and clips that i recorded of me marching and jacob marching and uh jacob also brought his kid down so (laughs) jacob's kid also marched which was really cute um so i will post those photos on our social media when I get a second. I just wanted to talk about it before I posted them so I can share those with you and show that one of us were down there showing support. Of course, not the one that works for them because Justin sucks, right? 
Me. <laughs> I'm I'm in the I'm in the, the union that's not striking. Yeah, he's like I don't care about these. <laughs> no, oh, I I very much care because I have no work. I'm at the mercy of everybody else. I don't think right. that I will be working for another several months still. I don't think you will either. What was it you said you don't think till what uh January? Yeah, I don't think it's going to anything's going to happen till next year. I don't I think you're right. Like um That's when they're gonna, that's I, when these companies are going to sweat when they're running out of stuff. Yeah, when I was down there and I saw what I saw and like the thing that was interesting about it too is that like the people that are working on my project um they were like we just want to work on something that isn't like you know controlled the way it is like we're happy to work for you and we're happy to do what we're doing because like it was interesting to finally work on a different project that isn't like you should have told them the joke is on them because you control everything right i mean i am the director so that was nice for me too like not to go back to me on that or whatever but no it's okay make the whole episode about you I haven't directed in so long, and I haven't worked on a project in so long, and I haven't done film stuff in so long that, like, you forget that you can do it. And then it was like, Jacob's like, now, don't be afraid to tell people no. And I'm like, I'm not afraid to tell people no, Jacob. And he's like, okay, good. And he's like, and don't be afraid to, like, let people know, like, he's like, because these are Hollywood people, so, like, don't be afraid. And I'm like, Jacob, tell them not the backseat direct you. And I was just like, I walked in there, and I was like, this is what I want, this is how I want it, this is what I want, and I'm like, let's do this, and I'm like, my lighting is this, this is how I see it, and whatever, and Jacob's like, wow, you took control. You're one of those nightmare, you're one of those nightmare directors that shows up. No, 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 I... Everyone, shut the fuck up, I'm here. No, it was, I walked in, and they thought that we were going to be sitting in the room for, like, six hours, like, fucking around, and I was there for two hours, and I went, this is exactly what I want, I want to get the fuck out of here, let's go, and it was like, wow, that was great. Because I don't fuck around, I don't waste time, and it was like you're, bas- so, you're basically Christopher Nolan. I am Christopher Nolan. No, God, I'm more of a Fincher. I'll abuse you on the set. Be really nice. When I'm you're you're, you're probably Gold Bowl. <laughs> oh God, don't call me that. Why? Why do you call me? You bowl. Nobody wants to be Gold Bowl. You bowl does. I mean, I want Ubol's money. <laughs> Ubol, also a boxer. Will Smith. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, that was our episode. Thanks for listening. We are Cinema de More. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with news and information on upcoming episodes. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, Alexa, or iHeartRadio. It would be greatly appreciated if you subscribe to our podcast on your platform of choice. We also appreciate feedback, so rate us, review us, and let us know what you think. And above all else, thank you for listening.